Welcome to episode 128 of the Better With Running podcast. My name is Chris Armstrong and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, every week, Zach and Newman. How are you, mate? Going well, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Another, another work day down. I um, got paid today, so I reckon I'll probably go back for another fortnight. So, yeah. <laughs> nice one, mate. It's, uh, they're paying you in socks. Oh, are we actually that? <laughs> Maybe when the next um, bargaining agreement comes around in about two, three years' time, I might um, see if I can't work that in somehow. But, um... I might have seen a, a sneaky photo over the weekend with the Samsung <laughs> show, just just trying to, uh, a bit of an influencer move, mate, trying to get some, um, some freebies your way. Yeah, just sort of putting some subtle hints out there um, to the team in silence. And um, they haven't bitten yet. No, we sort of gave up on Nike. They um, really had no interest in <laughs> In us at all, so um, you got to go yeah. down there. I reckon your next move. It seems like those um home kits, you know, the microwave meal type setups. They they, oh, they seem yeah. to be all about the influence. I reckon you get get some of your some of your way, mate. I've seen that a few people plugging them. Yeah, any um any you can sort of recommend that come to mind that maybe might be worth a crack. <laughs> I don't know, mate. Just just put in the hashtag influencer, and I reckon you'll yeah be floating about, mate. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> gone, gone off the rails already, mate. Um, I was gonna say we've bloody had a race week. Well, we <laughs> raced last week, I should say. <laughs> yeah, let's not do another race week because, um, judging by just chatting off here, we both probably, um, <laughs> not wouldn't be keen to go around again this weekend. No, I think, um, you know, we'll talk about it a bit like later on in a bit more depth, but I can probably speak on behalf of both of us to say that both of the races that we did ended up just complete, complete drizzling shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we both walked away from our runs, um, our respective runs on the weekend thinking, oh my Lord, that was terrible. So yeah, yeah, we can certainly um, unpack that a bit more. I know you, you, you were, Kind um, enough to obviously see the uplighter on Saturday, but I knew, which was which was a good sign of a mate that you didn't actually message. And I was like, yeah, that's actually good because if <laughs> I said, I would have just given you a bloody flat fat like, uh, response or I might have just uh, defriended you if you said, well done, mate. Great run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could have just, uh, yeah, just put it like a public comment on Strava yeah. like oh good effort mate yeah. <laughs> sort of just having a look at the splits and went oh this one didn't yeah, yeah. go to plan well done champ yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sure the next one will go better yeah speaking of champs mate we do have the hero of the week uh we've got a special guest jumper that's gonna jump on the mic we do we be uh soon to be three-time Aussie rep Mm. He's going to uh, present the hero of the week. So looking forward to that. He's, he's, he's not far off, actually. So we should uh, get rolling with our weeks. And also Park Run uh, collab with um, Run to BB. We're mm. not an official partnership, our own little um, <laughs> take on it. We're going we're gonna to go and uh, run a few Park Runs. We've got some coaches that are going to be at, at, in, in attendance over the next uh, month or two. 
no, looking forward to it, mate. Looking and just yeah, looking forward to having a bit more of a chat about that soon. Good stuff, mate. So we so we go to your race week and yeah. maybe a couple of days before, and then the the handicap. Yeah, let's do it. Um, you know, it's funny, like the body's just been gradually getting a bit better day at a time, just slowly inching our way forward. And Thursday went and did a session, ten by four hundred minute standing recovery. Went and knocked that over, and I thought, oh, we're back. Things are good. Um, I averaged 78s for the set and just felt like I covered the ground well. Um, like things were, whilst I was working, things just felt good. Everything had sort of clicked, um, sort of not, not a lot of soreness and pulled up well. Um, you know, probably ticked all the boxes <laughs> that mm. I was hoping to tick. In the um, flats? Uh, endorphin pros. Yeah. For those ones. And um, yeah, just up and down the road for the 400s. So. Yeah. Yeah, went and um, did those, pulled up well. Like it was a beautiful morning for a session last Thursday. Anna went and ran eight by a minute on, minute off, um, into four by 30 seconds on and off. And, you know, she was going well. Um, you know, certainly some, some good results there for, for the both of us on the day. And we were both going to have a crack at um, the Shep Runners Club 1500. So sort of went out and cut the long run a bit short on the Saturday. Um, it's going to... Yeah, I was going to say, mate, you, you did still do 70 minutes the day before, mm. yeah? Yeah. That's yeah. It's a good loop. Yeah. So I went, <laughs> went and did the, the good loop, um, which was good of fun, I might add. <laughs> so, no, we had a, had a nice run. Still wanted to get it. Like, we didn't really want to take it down for 1,500. It was just, you know, something for a bit of fun to go and mm. do. So still wanted to do, you know, like 70 minutes is, you know, it's not, not long, but it's not short. It's sort of, there's a little bit of volume there, but. Yeah, sort of got through that. Body was still feeling good. And then, yeah, the, the Runners Club handicap. We got back on the track, mate. Um, mm-hmm. Thank got, you very much. Key, to the, mate. Got the ticket yeah, in there. Golden key. Um, free use of the track for the for the morning, which was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Council looked after us there. And there was we had 53 people come along and oh, have geez. a race. So mm-hmm. um, five races all up, spread across. And um yeah, look, I guess for my crew, um, on the day I had, oh, I had six people um, mm-hmm. from the from the squad go go and have a run and they all either equal the time that I'd sort of set for them or they, they beat it sort of by anywhere between five or ten seconds. And, yeah, I was just, just sort of thrilled with how they all went. And, um, we sort of all Any debuts? On the- um, oh, technically, probably all of them except maybe Haley. Mm. And Brody, and perhaps Anna may have run a 1500 back in high school. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I don't think, um, given that Brody is the youngest out of the group there, and his high school days are about 10 years ago. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so no, there's a few um, memories brought back for, for some yeah. of the group, which was good. But no, it was an awesome morning. The atmosphere was good uh, for the most part. The runners club were all decked out in their club colours, so it's purple mm. and gold everywhere. And saw some cracking photos. Um, even uh, one of your runners listened to our podcast while they uh, went around in the race. Yeah, that was Chris <laughs> Nicholson just um, using the podcast to just listening to a bit of Kiwi Steve, a bit of mental <laughs> preparation and some fifteen hundred tips. Like He's it. going around, but um, no, he um, they, they all the guys had a good day. Um, mm. Don't even know, I'm like there was. Pretty cool. I like think the youngest person we had was 
um, Charlotte Ryan. So Charlotte's eight, um, and she managed yeah. to run the whole way. So she That's we had awesome. a bit of a had a bit of a kids race um, to mm. kick off the day. So that was fun. And then you know right through to um, our oldest member, which is Anna's dad, Bill. He um, he ran the fifteen hundred and and went around in about seven forty. So. Um, he he is covering the ground that very well. Very good, Jeez, right, and is... actually, a funny, quick, funny story about Phil. Um, he was down to do the pacing for the thirty-two thirty group at Park Run on the Saturday, and he was doing mm. an awesome job. And then, with about four hundred to go, he he thought, "Bugger this!" and he just took off and um, got competitive with one of our other runners club members and tried to out sprinter on the way home. So um, <laughs> he was r- right on pace for thirty two yeah. thirty, and then ended up finishing about forty seconds in front of it. So um, he, he <laughs> might be might be eighty, but he's still got just the yeah. best sense of adventure in him. So um, <sighs> no, nah, it's awesome. That. What um, I called the Shepherd and Shepherd and Club, but. Mm. uh how far out do people like how far are they traveling in to oh. you got anyone that's sort of making a big trek in oh, not a real big trek um probably the longest anyone would really drives probably 30 or 45 minutes um yeah, okay. pre- previously we've had members um drive across from Wangaratta um mm. Cobram so Nathan Stoke got his start yeah. um running with us and he'd come over from Cobram nice. sort of two or three times a week which is pretty cool but um mm. yeah my, most people sort of based around Shep, Kyle and Marupna um Tatura um yeah and even Dookie which is about sort of 25 minutes away so yeah okay. yeah it's sort of just the immediate surrounds yeah. for the most part yeah. got a pretty pretty cool to get 53 people locals together in the one spot and uh yeah get around the track oh especially considering that none of us really run track mm. you know, literally none of us it's there we're very much a recreation-based group who you know park runs the thing to do so um the fact that I mean, none of them had even 1500 meters for a warm-up they'd look at and go no that's too short so yeah um the fact that they're all willing to come along and give it a race so, and at the moment of those 53 We've probably of our membership base, there might be 75 or 80 that actually actively train. So to get most of them there at the one spot milk, sorry, at the one time was pretty cool. But um, yeah, five races, lots really cool atmosphere because everyone was sort of, rather than sort of being in the stands or off doing their cool down in between races, everyone was just standing around at the sort of the, the finish line, just cheering everyone on as they went around the track. Yeah. So yeah, even though I suppose in the, in the scheme of things, like 50 odd runners and sort of 15, 20 odd spectators isn't a lot of people. It was actually, it's, yeah, the most people I've, I've run around in front well, of in, in Shepparton anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing about it being on the track as well, is it is, is accessible to watch others. You know, if you do a park run, it's, you might see them at the start and might see them through the turnaround. That's it. You get to watch the whole race unfold if, you, if you're spectating. Yeah, and I think that's sort of what sort of dawned on people that, that you, know, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be intimidating. It's going to be mm. sort of real supportive mm. uh, and cool environment. So, yeah, we had the bell out, mate. So the, the bell nice. was getting rung. Um, PB bell or the bell for the last No, nah, the actual bell for the last lap, yeah. which um, everyone, obviously, we don't get that at park run or, or at training. <laughs> so that was a bit of a novelty for everyone, which yeah, they yeah. enjoyed. So um, <laughs> No one rang it a lap early? <laughs> no, thank God. Actually, the... <laughs> The guy that volunteered, he I won't say demanded, he was very, very keen um, to ring the bell. So we actually had two bells for him. And, um, yeah, yeah no, I had an absolutely outstanding morning. <laughs> yeah, he actually realised there was a bit of an art to it. You don't sort of, you know, you have to pay attention. He had a little um, bit of paper just to mark the laps off and make sure nice. that he got it right. So, 
No, it was good. But um and how did you go, mate? It's um I've seen you Strava as a <laughs> a bit of a comic strip up there, mate. <laughs> there is. Those that know me well will see that comic strip from time to time. And for those that don't follow me on Strava, it's of a little dog drinking a cup of coffee and his poor house is burning down around him <laughs> in the second frame. He's just sitting there smiling, going, Ah, oh, this is fine. <laughs> and that was kind of me at about 400 meters to be honest um my body i hadn't sort of recognized it at the time but i'd just gone through 471 seconds and um for me to run a 71 400 that's really good going um at, as a one-off like if i was just doing one rep and ran a 71 i'd gladly walk to the gate get in my car and think oh you've done a good job today <laughs> <laughs> because my gut like because my put such little effort into my race plan and didn't really think about it i went through 400 and saw my watch and thought oh yeah <laughs> i don't feel too bad <laughs> and um i got to oh, i would have been 800 and gone oh yeah i'm starting to feel it but you know just stay relaxed it's going to be okay just relax you're probably going to drop a bit of pace but you know we're going to get through it. Anyway, I got to a K and that clicked over at 312. And I'd say within about 10 seconds after that, my whole body went lactic. <laughs> <laughs> um, my legs, like my oh, yeah. quads just completely stopped. Um, well, even got, on the pace chart with Strava, you know, it's sort of, um, yeah, it is a... <laughs> it's, a, it's a back end of a roller coaster you wouldn't want to be on. <laughs> And, oh uh, mate, from eight hundred to one k, it's got you've gone from three twenty three twenties down to three fifty twos in the space of two hundred meters. So like mm-hmm. it is, and yeah, I, I can totally relate to the carnage that happens. <laughs> but when it's on the track, gee, it's uh, it 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 really can hurt. Oh mate, as I got around to the bell, uh, I could actually feel the lactic acid building up in my biceps. <laughs> as I was getting through there and the bells rung and I've never really got to that stage on the track in a race where I've gone oh, shit 400 to go I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it <laughs> like oh look just keep chipping away and Anna was telling me she was worried when I come around um after the end of the second lap she looked at me and said I just turned completely white I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't quite feel like death at that stage, but clearly, um, you know, she said, no, no, you like your face was completely white. And I'm like, oh, anyway, it was awful. I was, it was the easily the most <laughs> awful short distance race experience yeah. I've ever had in my life. Sort um, of like you've gone out and run as an 800. Yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> yeah, I've tried to run 1500 at 800 effort. So, but. Coming around the bend, like the last lap, 100 to go. And I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing. Like I'm literally <laughs> trying my absolute best. Yeah. Um, there's obviously no kick in the body, but I, I think I was like looking at my data afterwards. I'm coming up the, the home straight running like 410, 420 yeah. pace <laughs> and feeling like I'm giving it everything. Yeah. I get to the finish line and um, just thought, if I had, like, if I literally had to run another lap, I don't know if I actually physically could. Um, like, I just would have got to maybe 200 to go, and I don't know whether I would have passed out or my legs just would have completely shut down. But um, I had nothing. 
literally had nothing and I stopped and um, Nora's sort of come over and going, oh, you're all right. Nana was right there and I've just gone, oh, no, I just need to sit down. <laughs> and they, they sort of helped me off the track. Both, um, both ladies sort of under each arm really helping me because I could barely move. Yeah. And, um, yeah, went and sat down for sort of good five, six minutes and I was completely spent. I was so embarrassed. Um, you know, just I've got people there that I know and I suppose they look at me as a coach, you know, you, know, you should know what you're doing. And, um, yeah, I was just completely mortified that I'd made such a big mess of it that, um, you know, here I am, I can't even walk off the track by myself. Um, and I've run a really horrible time, like 518. I missed the time that I sort of thought that I probably should have run by 28 seconds, which in 1500s a fair bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll be oh. honest. It, it, was, it was a kick in the guts and um, certainly yeah. a big kick in the pride. But, um, yeah, look, I'm fine now. And um, Do you think it was just a, a, a rush of blood? Yeah, no, just, just lack of nah, poor race. preparation, really. Yeah. You know, didn't race plan properly. Mm. Um, you know, and that's my own fault. That's, you know, it's up to me to get that right. And yep. um, also probably shitty warm-up as well because i guess i was running i did see that it was um a bit shorter than usual yeah i sort of jogged for about eight or ten minutes and then put my spikes on and then in between races i'd just do a few strides um, because i was sort of like helping with the timing and well that's the other thing the start line that sort of stuff you got 50 people there and you're heavily invested in in others racing you've got coaches hat on and it's easy to kind of um maybe not focus on yourself and yeah i think what happened yeah it was, it was probably just me sort of um taking for granted or being a bit naive thinking no it'll be okay you know much like the little dog having his coffee in his burning house mm-hmm. i just thought no it's all right i'll be able to get away with this but um no you can't particularly mate when you're racing 15 and 16 year old kids who are a lot faster than you and you sort of think, oh, it's all right. I'll just, uh, I'll just go to effort. And um, anyway, they sort of got through their first sort of three, four hundred in sort of two forty pace, yeah. and completely dusted me. And, <laughs> and because they were so far in front, I didn't bother checking my watch. I thought, oh, clearly I must be taking it a bit easy. But no, they were just absolutely fanging it. But for, for what it's worth, they actually blew up at a similar point than I did. But by that stage, they were already about thirty seconds in front of me. So. Um, yeah, it was very humbling, but um, look, had a I put some good notes in my, I guess my run afterwards, and Andy had a look of it, and you know he said, look, mate, we often learn a lot more from our failures than we do our successes, and um, mm, no, so he right. left it at that. But he's spot on, you know. Really, so it's it's really the kick in the ass that I think I need from time to time um, with my running that it just sort of resets the focus, and you know I'll acknowledge I'm certainly not in pb shape or anything like that but i think if um i get my shit together and really put together a, a proper race plan for this 5k and bendy go next friday night that um you know i think i can still run pretty well so yeah that was a good reality check that's for sure that um you can't take liberties on the track <laughs> yeah and uh, racing it's yeah it, it exposes us doesn't it and uh, and putting a time to it and lining up putting it Putting yourself out there, and um, you know, as we as we go towards my week, I'm, I'm we're on the same page here, and I, mm. I got a reality check as well. But yeah, it's it it at the end of the day, you 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 move on, and you're able to you, you search for the positives. I guess that's what I spend <laughs> my 
well, Saturday Arvo or Sunday sort of looking at, well, I'm not broken. I can get out there and run and I can get up and still be out there and we get a chance to, you know, we're, and, and often, you know, when we're coaching, we got we have athletes that are going through tough times where they have got an injury and they can't get out the door. So I guess you mm. have to you have to look at those those positives when you when things don't go your way in terms of a race. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Like the sun still came up on Monday, lo and behold. <laughs> and you know, you get yet an opportunity to go out and um, do what you love. So yeah, absolutely. What were your it's some of your I say, what were some of you like? Possibly, <laughs> not all. Um, yeah, it's a pretty. I guess mine, but what were some of your learning, or what are some of the things that yeah. you took away from your run on Saturday, mate? We'll go through mine before we will be able to bring up the mood in a more positive light when, uh, when Josh <laughs> joins us shortly with uh, more positive chat with the hero. But yeah, like, yeah, I obviously had set myself on the park run, did, and, and we sort of freshened up for it. And I think. We we do the tune up on Tuesday before when we chatted. I'm trying to think if we did. Uh, let me double check. Uh, definitely did. Yeah, we did eight by three hundreds on. That was on the Thursday, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was just a pretty light session along the river. Sort of hit it with absolutely bashing it to pieces. I was pretty, I was actually a bit cautious with the glute, but it, it, it actually came out fine. Uh, I was oh, probably cool. being a bit protective. And obviously when you got that in the back of your head, you, you're almost running. Uh, yeah, just, I was running within myself. I couldn't really roll. And even the first few, I was a little bit frustrated because I was like, oh, I just can't seem to, to break, you know, really open up here. And then I just locked in and then, well, just, just knock it off and get it done, tick the box. It was it was a bit of a – you didn't, I didn't come away from that session absolutely brimming it for the weekend, but I didn't also come away going, well, I'm not in a position to race. It was – it did allow me to sort of have enough confidence to toe the line on, on Saturday. And then I had an, an Arvo run the Saturday uh, – Friday with, with Tommy Hall, Mr. Mizuno, and – he, um, yeah, we, we cruised around, got 40 minutes and started to look towards, you know, race. And to be honest, I was, I was pretty keyed up for it because I just hadn't lined, you know, hadn't lined up since wellness run, really. And mm. it's sort of been a, it was a good block leaning into wellness. And off the back of that, I've been pretty consistent. Yeah, the last few weeks, I've probably been a little bit, had to sort of pull things back, just managing that niggle. But everything else was was pretty good. I thought I was going okay. I thought some of my sessions leading up to wellness were were really good and Christmas, New Year maybe dropped away slightly, but I was still pretty consistent. So I thought this is a good chance to sort of get in that. I thought 16, I thought I was in 16, 40 shape, to be honest. And that was where we would sort of plan to go around out it. Um, and Al was fired up. Like I could tell Al's been training really well. Like we've had, we've been keying off each other, but the back half of the session, I think I've probably trained a little bit above. Well, it's definitely, a, I've trained, which is, 
frustrating when you think of your sessions you think well yeah I'm, I'm working these within range and i'm not pushing on here but maybe i had been going to the well a little bit too too much because l was sort of he wasn't with me in a lot of the back end of these workouts but then absolutely uh spanked me on uh, the far run <laughs> but yeah he, he went to another level and he has in the last couple of weeks he's just really got a bit of turnover and, and where i haven't been able to get the legs going and I knew he was fired up when he said, oh, I'll, can I give you the key? Because he usually, <laughs> we usually like carry our key or he carries his and I, I often either hide it or I put it in the pocket if I've got a short there. And he said, oh, can you carry my key today? Hmm. So he was obviously like, I said, oh, well, I'm going to carry the bags this week, am I? So he's he went out pretty solid. Like he was like, yeah, we're going to get out with, with a bit of intent. And yeah. uh, <laughs> you, as you say, Chris, <laughs> But at Albert Park, it's um, the first section you actually go on the, like right next to the boat sheds. I don't know if you know Albert Park well, but it's a bit of grass at the start. So it's only, be only 40, 50 metres and then you're on to the pass the boat sheds and it's a little bit windy at the start. And you get, oh, look, they would have had six, maybe 600 there at old park wow. so it's 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 big yeah it's massive um yeah it's like a fun run every week they had 800 odd the other week it was a Jeez. record and <laughs> I think with the australian open a lot of tourists and all the rest of it so yeah okay so yeah you're on the line and we had a few of the melbourne uni guys who were there most weeks maxi tange uh craig uh, dave p coach dave p was there so it was pretty 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 fun environment on the front line, and we're having a bit of banter. In fact, Dave P said, "Have you had a? Hope you had a glass of water." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, had enough that's harsh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been <laughs> confident, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so you get out; it's pretty hectic. It's actually uh, the Alex Rance, the Richmond ex ex. Yeah, yeah. He was he was like next to me for the first hundred and fifty meters. I reckon. Yeah, okay. And, uh, almost pushed me into the um into the lake. <laughs> big unit. I was yeah. just like I was not gonna um throw any elbows. He was it's just um it's 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 fast at the start. You got a lot of people going out, and then you find your you find your rhythm. And I think through the first K, I was like, okay, I'm starting to things sorted out and I got onto a pace and I didn't feel a glute at all. I didn't didn't feel anything. So and yeah, it got rolling l sort of got me at about maybe two 2.5 k i reckon yeah and that's where i was sort of i actually started to get fatigued and i was like this i'm feeling this feeling like i'm at max effort here like i'm i didn't want to i didn't look at my watch but i thought mate, we must be running like three oh eights or something here three tens. yeah we yeah. weren't uh we were running where were we running uh well 318 319 but i was thinking this feels really fast and hard wow. and looking and as Al sort of moved on I'm like well I, I'm at maxi I can't push on any further maybe I think it's a little bit of mental side of like I feel like I just go into almost training mode yeah being a bit defensive with um, the body just not not going to a place where I probably would have gone in races so it's being a bit I to say I feel like when I was running, I was thinking, it just feels like being a bit soft, like just push harder. But I pushed him, but it couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> and then it got to the, oh, where, where did we get? Probably 3K. And I thought I could actually see 
I was holding the next, like I was holding Al, who was having a battle with Cray, and I thought, yeah, potentially if they if they hit a wall, I might be able to get them in. And then they they kept going. Yeah. And that just, I just went into sort of survival mode. I was like, the wheels are definitely falling off, and I just, I just got to get to the finish now. <laughs> Like yeah feet working like you you yeah i wasn't absolutely gone but i was just i couldn't i'd just gone into a pace that was like manageable but i just didn't have any legs that fourth k i mean we're you're into the wind and you're just so uh, yeah it's 338 and then the last k i usually can find something and i just had no fight and you know it was 332 i to this point I had still hadn't looked at my watch and uh, I knew it was, I knew I was in trouble from, you know, obviously three and a half K. I thought, yeah, but we must've gone out solid. So this will be, this will be sub 17. Surely. I was thinking it'd be about 1650. Yeah. And then I got through and looked at the watch as I crossed the line. It was 1710. And I thought, geez, that, yeah. Okay. That, that felt really hard. And what yeah. But yeah, it was, um, it was humbling. Like it was, you know, it was it, it exposed. I guess what you were sort of talking about earlier it did did feel like I was sort of exposed some weaknesses from just just missing. Yeah, I've been doing 80 hay weeks, then I do 100, then it's back to 90, and the long runs need a bit more length than that. There's just there's some holes in the work in the in what I've been doing that's probably hasn't haven't allowed me to get to that 1630, and there's a there's a big difference. Like I just thought, you know, if I look at what I, how I was preparing for wellness, truly, I probably have skipped a couple of steps, and, mm. you know, and that's that's the game. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I was in the same boat. It was a bit embarrassing to be honest. I was just like, I just, you know, I just didn't think I was. I thought I was in better shape than that. You know? mm. and, but uh, yeah, we move on. It, it it hits you like for the for the first 10 minutes and then you go well look it's on me like I know what to do the body is intact like yeah I've got niggles and I'm managing it but uh, it's not stopping me from doing more like yeah. as doing doing those extras I've probably been a little bit and, and lifestyle and work and all the rest was probably taken precedent and if I if I want to run at that level, I need to, you know, something's got to give. I've probably got to be a bit more committed. Yeah, I think um, it's good though that there's room for that scope though. That you know, you sort of, I think if you if you felt like you were ticking every box in training and then still went and ran, you know, sort of seventeen ten, you'd be thinking, shit, what happened? Like, what mm. what actually happened there? Yeah. Whereas at least, you know, you go, well, you know, there's this and there's this and, you know, there's some things I can improve on there, some changes that I can make. The body's still working its way up to 100% and, look, this is just where it happened to fall on the day. So um, there's a little yeah. bit in, yeah, I think there's a little bit in that race hardness I'm, I'm lacking. I've mm. got to commit a bit more. Like I've, I'm mostly committing in sessions and I'm probably getting to the point where I'm not, yeah, not going to the well like I'm maybe used to or maybe. And I think when you're fitter, it, yeah, that well, like you don't go into the well as quick as at two and a half, three K. So it's not a bigger, it's not as much of a longer time in it. 
Because if I look at that, like, I think I did a mono last week. We did that Bartley and we averaged pretty much the same pace. Mm, yeah, that's Bartley. right. Uh, yeah, it's on the road and it's a little bit of that. I've got to, got to harden up a little bit and, and commit a bit more in racing and learn to that it's not the same effort levels as a session. You've got to, and maybe that for me is the park run I probably don't get up for as much, even though I was really trying to. Maybe different locations. Yeah, there's there's obviously a bit to work through. But we'll get there. Yeah. Might have to get you down to Shep, mate. Yeah, yeah. Change of scenery would be good. We'll go around again in uh, four weeks' time. And also, yeah, got to lock some other things in. And just look towards, you know, the the rest of the I think winter last year, when I look at it, I didn't race. I did half the season. But I'm probably used to racing, you know, pre, you know, 2019, 15 races a year, 12, 12, 15 races a year. So I've got to get back to that level too. They bring you forward, don't they? Like, oh, yeah. It's nothing Maybe. that can just, you know, simulate getting out and racing and that that pain you get. And, and uh, I hadn't felt that, you know, three and a half K in compared to a session I'd felt. Maybe, so, yeah. um, maybe a track fifteen hundred at the end of Feb, mate. Yeah. Feb twenty six, Shepherd yeah, Ass track. Yeah. Well, you're gonna pace it for me. Pace the first lap. <laughs> I, mate, I could take you for one lap. <laughs> but that'll be the end of it. You haven't sold me the idea of um, jumping in fifteen hundred. I tell you. Oh, it's um, it's an experience. It's um, yeah, definitely something. I think you've all got to experience in your life at least once. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we both we both towed the line. We had a crack, and um, now we're back to the drawing board, eh? Yeah, we are back to square one. But um, we're we're wiser for the experience, aren't we? Yeah, we're in the game. We are. We're still in the game. That's, That's it. Counts. Joining us back on the Better with Running podcast is Run to BB coach. 217 man, multiple Australian record holder. Uh, he's soon to be a three-time Australian rep in a in the marathon, beer mile, and now Zwift is Josh Harris, a coach for under PB, Josh Harris. Thanks for having me, Zaka. It's good to be on, Chris. I hope, hope we're well, boys. Yeah, things are going well, mate. Um, just having a chat before with Zach, we've, we've both had a crack at a race over the weekend and completely balls it up, mate. So we've, we've come to you for some positive vibes and uh, we want to hear about all your good stuff. Oh, plenty of positivity from me. So yeah, no worries there. <laughs> there is, mate. And we got you on because we every week we go, we present a hero of the week from the Run to Bear Bear community and we thought we'd get the get the coach of this athlete on to um to help us uh, present this and and have a bit about a chat and uh well i'll let you um i'll let you announce your um your athlete who has won hero of the week yeah so hero of the week this week is um big bad baz travella so uh, do you want me to go through the story as to, to why? Yeah. Or? Yeah. I yes, think, please. I think a few <laughs> listeners have um, maybe heard his name and the results over the journey. Might have might follow you on Strava, but um, yeah, give us a little bit of a, a rundown, mate. Yeah. So um, Baz has been over in WA training of, of late and it's it's been pretty hot um, lately. So, 
you know, his sessions probably haven't been as good as they they could have been or were before his his massive 13 minute PB at the Melbourne Marathon a few months ago. Yeah. Um, anyway, we we thought let's try and find a five or a 10 ker. Uh, he he said, oh mate, there's a there's a five kr on next Sunday. Don't know who's going to be about, but let let's jump in and and have a crack and kind of said to him, oh. You know, if you're around 16 minutes, you, you've got the license to, to have a bit of a, a crack at that. Um, Baz joined us with a, a 5K PB of 16.58 um, last year, but based off his other times, I know he's better than that. Um, and it, it probably depended on conditions. Uh, so I said, yeah, you know, 16 minutes, that, that'd be a really good result. Um, anything better would be amazing. And so uh, Baz uh, started out first K, 302. Big Baz is on fifteen twenty pace, no dramas. And then um so as he says, um he, he ran straight, he was obviously in front in this race. Um yeah. and the person on the turn wasn't there or, or wasn't attentive wow. and, and Baz just ran straight through the turn and, and kept going. It was it ran, oh, no. about a three twelve. Um, wow. So he's still going well. And I think it was um, either in the fourth K or, or something like that, that he realized that he'd, that he'd stuffed up. And uh, I think he just thought, oh, you know, we'll, we'll keep into this. Um, until <laughs> 5K. And anyway, he probably lost a bit of motivation from, from the fact that he knew he'd, he'd stuffed up and he still went through 5K in 1549 um, and then just jogged it, jogged it back in. But um, yeah, pretty cool story. And he, he said to me, later, he was, he was pretty upset and, you know, said that he felt like he's got a, a mid 15, like a 1530 yeah. running him. And I, I said to him, mate, you know, the, the fact you're in 1530 shape, that's, you know, that's all that matters. Who cares about what happened? You did that. And that's a, that's a phenomenal performance from Baz. Um, you know, one of those times where, and, and he's done it to me a few times now where he's just exceeded expectations um, to, to such a high level. We, he just attacks it and he pulls it off. Crazy, yeah. What do you reckon happened? Do you think it was like at 3K there was going to be a turnaround? He's gone. Yeah, at, looking at his map, it didn't look like the standard um, 2.5K mm. out and back. That that I haven't spoke about specifics, but I, I gathered <laughs> that, that that might have been the case based on the, the Strava not being directly out back. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he, like 3.12, 4K, like he obviously even to then, like he – you're going out that pace. And yeah, if he was in knowing that he had, you know, like was about to finish a 5k, he would have kept, he probably would have got back under the three tens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly right. And that's, that's why he said post post race. If he, if he knew there was a finish line nearby, yeah. um, <laughs> on a fifteen thirty, but by this stage he was, it was 5k from the start line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he cooled the engine down just for the last 5k, like still rolling 356s. Like, <laughs> yeah, jogged it in, he said. <laughs> oh. He must have been that far in front. And when he's gone through the checkpoint, like even the other people in the race, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Like, they just mustn't have been able to even see him, be able to call out and tell him to turn around. Yeah. yeah well, I, like, I didn't know really what level the, the race was either. And I kind of hoped that he'd have a, a few guys around him and, and that kind of thing, which obviously helps performance as well, but he obviously didn't have that at all. 
You're gonna have to get him on the track, mate. So at least start and finish are all, and you know he knows where they are before yeah. he begins. <laughs> might might do thirteen and a half laps or something though. <laughs> oh, shit. How about uh, I was looking back when he signed up? Uh, was it, it was uh, allocated to you, Joshua? A good fit. He'd obviously run a sixteen fifty eight park run, and one of his goals was a sub sixteen thirty one k at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to break. He said, "Looking to get sub two fifty Mara." Um, <laughs> what did he run at Melbourne? First up, yeah, <laughs> two thirty seven. Far out, yeah. And he rocked the mole in that one. There was a photo going around. He had. I don't know if he still got it, but um, pretty cool. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, as as I said, he's um his race day performances of exceeded um training and you know he's not afraid to have a crack and for some athletes it doesn't come off but he he just trusts himself and knows knows that he's in good shape and and pulled it off multiple times yeah what's baz been like to coach mate easy as um he consistent as anything um roughly uh, before the marrow, we'll, we'll probably roughly 100k a week, probably a touch less at the moment with a, a little bit more speed focus. But um, I think he asked me one question in that marrow prep where he questioned, Am I doing enough? I said, Mate, trust the process. Um, obviously, pulled out that fantastic performance. And then, apart from that, has just followed every single thing that I've set, um, hasn't missed a beat. And his performances are, are showing that with massive PBs over the five, the half, and the um, and the marathon so far. His half's down to 74. He was a yeah, one guy. Yeah. That was early in the piece as well. Like, I mm-hmm. think I could see him a bit closer to 70 as well. Um, yeah, yeah definitely. He's fine. I think he's run. Um... One of those things as well, guys, like um, the summer training, like it, mm. you, can, you can question your shape a little bit, um, but, you know, you, you've just got to trust that you're doing the work and you're probably getting better gains from it um and you know obviously a morning race the weather's not too bad and he bangs out that one yeah so cool to see that and and like when we reflect back and you see like from our side we look at a an initial sign up and what the what the athletes looking to do and their goals and then to see what what journey they've been on and the results they're getting it's just um very cool to to follow along absolutely well, congratulations to Baz. We'll, uh, we'll feature him in the socials. We'll um, try to find a few pictures of the great man. I know there's, um, there's a few floating around. He's got some nice Strava gear going on. He's got some um, pretty cool pictures up on there. Mate, um, just on to you for a bit. There's been some uh, bit of action. I know we last time we had you on, I reckon you just qualified. For... Yeah, I reckon. Yep. Yeah. Now, give us the update, mate. What is how far off are you? I reckon I saw a picture of the kit maybe arriving recently. Yep. Yeah. So, so the Aussie kits arrived, which is, is pretty cool. Um, what else? Ah, uh, so the Zwift send, um, or Wahoo, sorry, send all the competitors, um, a new smart trainer that's the same as each other. So, you know, oh, okay. try, even up performances and, and that kind of thing. So, that's arrived. Um, mm. this afternoon, actually, I had to do a you have to do a power test on that device, which it's a savage test. Yeah. Um, I had to do that this afternoon to kind of 
um, and film yourself, all that kind of thing. That yeah, that that's a hard session. Yeah, it's, mm. it would be similar to running the same. It's a it's a one minute all out effort. Yeah. And then you, you get a little recovery and then you go four minutes all out, seven minutes all out, 12 minutes all out. And then you finish with two 15 second sprints. It's, it's not nice. <laughs> um, so, I, so all the competitors in the, so, so just take maybe for the listeners as well and remind me what, what's the actual uh, championships you're involved in? Yeah. So the, the UCI, which are the governing body of, of cycling um, it's their esports world championships um obviously through COVID and stuff um when everyone was locked down virtual cycling became pretty massive and um from there they've kind of added that as a as a pretty respected discipline I guess um which is really good for me because did a bit of cycling a few years ago and um had some power but probably lacked the skills of of the guys that have rode their whole life so picked up another bit of an injury mid-year and just went all in and yeah, a few months later, we've qualified for the world, um, which is, yeah, so stoked. There's six of us on the Aussie team out of it. There'll be a field of 100 riders. Um, and, yeah, just been – I haven't ran for oh, maybe four or five months now. Um, wow. Not even a, an easy jog. Nah, like just – I made the decision to, to just focus on this until after the Continental Champs, mm. and then when I – won the spot for welds i was like oh well let's keep it up until after Worlds. so i do plan to go and do a few jogs with the boys um post welds but yeah that's coming up on on the 19th of feb um which yeah super exciting can't wait mate on your strava it's is this right it's saying your average distance for the last uh is that last four weeks is 514 k's it would be um virtual <laughs> virtual k's are always a bit quicker though because yeah the you can ride in you can ride in groups of riders which pull you along there's no wind there's yeah the the dynamics are all pretty perfect so um it's it's not worth 540 on the on the road but um <laughs> yeah 15 been, hours it's saying to me mm. 15 hours a week of, uh, on the bike yeah found a pretty sweet spot that's a bit less than what i was doing in 2019 when i was cycling but mm-hmm. we got more intensity in there um so yeah, that's it's a it's a sweet spot, but I am training pretty hard with this event coming up in a few weeks. So we've got World Cross Champs on the Saturday on the eighteenth and World Zwift Champs on the Sunday, mate. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big weekend. Yeah, well, I was actually looking at going across and then um yeah. and then obviously qualified and I was like, Well that that rules that out. Um it's actually the eighteenth, the um wherever time. Um, so it's gonna be it's going to be a real early start for us on the 19th. So what, mm. what sort of times are we looking at there, mate, where you've got to kick uh, off? I think it's uh, it, plus or minus an hour, but it'll start at like maybe 4.15 or 5.15 a.m. 4.15 is cutting it fine. That's, that, that's early. Have you it been? Is. Are you sort of trying to get the body used to being at sort of 100% ready for performance at that time and sort of training around then, or are you still sort of following your, your normal routine at the moment? Yeah. So um, there are a couple of key races uh, a few months ago that were, they were more like 6am. Um, and I found that, you know, as long as I wake up like two plus hours out, I get pretty, pretty amped up and, and stuff. And you might feel a little average, but I think it, you know, once you warm up, you're pretty good to go. And I think the adrenaline will, 
will just kick in and and you wouldn't you wouldn't know what time it is hopefully um and then i do plan there's a there's a specific leading event that i'll do on the the saturday or probably sunday actually um early morning a week out that'll probably um, simulate it a little bit um because yeah it's pretty early i raced um i was hoping it was going to be like a midnight type race i, I did a midnight race um a couple of weeks ago and absolutely smashed it like felt, <laughs> felt, felt amazing like yeah. later the better but then there obviously becomes a point where you go to sleep so <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, it's another world for us runners, but you've obviously immersed yourself in it. I guess you've, you've found a bit of a community vibe as well. A hundred percent. It's, it's like, it's like a running community and that kind of thing. Probably the, the main downside is that, that you're not really seeing these people in real life to, to have yeah. that connection with. So I do miss hanging out with the, the running fellas. Um, you, you know, I haven't, haven't been able to do that as much lately because I've become so, so ingrained in it all but oh, it's it's been so fun like i i don't know that i've never had so much fun in in competitive sport in in my life i think it's the video game element i think it's the the different dynamics of cycling and and it's, it's always different um it's yeah so it's, it's been super fun and i'm i'm stoked to have kind of got this far and yeah loving it How's the body handling the cycling load, mate? Like sort of all niggle free, body's feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, like don't really get anything on the bike. Like feel feel a million bucks. And and that's that's the thing. Like you can you can put in a lot more intensity on the bike and more intense days. Um, you know, I, I have two easy days a week, most weeks. Um, and apart from that, the other five days could be very hard. Um, I, I tend to try and make them like a couple of those five like more moderate than, than super hard, but you can just do so much more intensity on the bike. It's great. So you're getting a bit of pillar in, mate, getting your, your magnesium in to recover and, and getting a lot of yep. sleep in. So good to yeah, see. 100% on the pillar. I got a new shipment um, a couple of days ago and and the new dog that that I got uh, posted, a, off, dog? posted on Strava last night of, oh, of the dog wow. trying, trying to have some pillar. So all <laughs> around it. <laughs> Love it, mate. As I noticed your partner, you got your partner Kate involved. She's she's bloody winning races, I think. Yeah, she she's strong on the bike too. She's a, a bit of a natural. Um, I reckon if she did some sprint training, she might out sprint me. I think she, yeah. <laughs> I think Zwift would be pretty good for her as well. Yeah, no, love it, mate. Um, just before you let you go, just um, just an update on some of your athletes, mate. You've you've got a good crew. Is there any anything you're noticing? I guess in the new year and some some overarching goals you've got for, for your athletes and any sort yeah, of yeah for sure a lot of um a lot of the crew are, are gearing up for either gold coast marathon in in which case you guys are probably similar a lot of them are, are just doing like a bit of a fill the gap block at the moment with a few yeah. fives or a 10 or just working on some speed work um and then i've got a couple doing london as well um so and, and we're starting to get into to that kind of block now um, for those guys. But, yeah, the crew are, are mostly going well. It's always hard for the whole crew to go well. I think if, if everyone's injury-free, that, that would be a very rare time. So there's, there's a couple, couple on the sidelines. But um, 
a few coming back into the fold, which is which is great. Uh, Brad Tenick's back. Joe Williams is back doing some training. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of guys doing some of the – in Victoria, doing some of those 5K track races that are coming up your way. So keen to see how, how they go there. I think you nailed that about the fill the gap time because it is – whilst, yeah, a lot of our, our athletes are looking at Gold Coast, it's – I know we have yeah, had a few chats around – you start the block too early and you start going it like I think there's there's a good time now to to really focus on your five and your ten and get that leg turnover and and it's ultimately going to make everything easier when you when you go out further distances. So I think yeah, I'm on the same page with a few of my athletes. Yeah, hundred percent. And then just just getting in the routine of of getting like a, a mid range long run in every week. I think that just sets the tone well for when when you've got to lift it to to those really big ones. Good stuff, mate. It's uh, no, it's been great to catch up. We're we're all going to be behind you come uh, that that uh, UCI's with challenge. That's going to be cool to watch. And uh, yeah, also really appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us a bit of the coach's insight on uh, Big Bad Bazza and uh, the hero of the week. No worries. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs>
okay from that one but yeah so another another success story from from mattress there yeah good stuff hey on um just jumping back to park run we had a bit of a release on the in the group in the runs bb members group that some coaches are going to be at some upcoming park runs over the next month or two and this weekend you're actually going to be out at uh shepparton you've arranged uh quite a crew you've assembled a, a crew of um paces chris o, and even the volunteers you're really taking over the place no we've, well we thought i suppose when you when you brought this up the idea that you've got is that you know throughout the year a run to pb coach will pop down to park run and hopefully do a bit of pacing and you know whether that's with an athlete or um you know some of the, the members of the public sort of go down there and and spread the good word. And I thought, you know, what would be really cool. So I guess I'm, I'm pretty blessed that I'm in Shepparton that, you know, I guess half of my athletes live here. <laughs> so we've um, had a bit of a chat amongst the group and we've all decided to go down to Park Run this week and volunteer. So um, once a month at Shepparton Park Run, it's usually the last Saturday in the month, we have pace a week. So we've got pace groups every two and a half minutes from 20 minutes all the way through to 35. So there's, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pace groups there for their different abilities there at Parkrun. And I've um, been fortunate enough that this week um, been able to fill that with all of my athletes um, and also have another sort of five people heading along to volunteer. And I'll be sort of helping out with photography and barcode scanning and marshalling and, we even got um, Anna's dad to help out as race director this week. So oh, nice. um, we've called in all the all the athletes and their family. And, all the heavy hitters, and, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and also because we do want to give a bit back to the parkrun community as well. Um, I mean, I've run just over 250 of them at Chef. And, um, you know, Have, you? Have you got the, the 250 T-shirt? I haven't actually gone and ordered it for myself, I'm being <laughs> honest. Probably not something I've really... Um, gone it's been that fussed about but um yeah Dude. certainly done plenty of plenty of laps at the lake there in in yeah. chef and the it's you know it's completely volunteer driven it's free mm. um, you know it really provides a a wonderful opportunity for people it's a bit of a gateway into running yes. now you know where the people get down and walk they might take their dog push their kids in the pram you know for some people you know i know that shepherd and that this is their social event for the week you know, it's mm -hmm. the one time they get out of the house and they see people that they're comfortable spending time with and it's, it's their social outlets. So, mm -hmm. you know, parkrun's really cool on, on multiple levels. But, yeah, this this week, myself and the group, we're just we're going to get down and, um, yeah, we sort of want to take the pressure off the people that normally volunteer every week too and, um, yeah, hopefully let them run or, you know, even have a sleep in perhaps. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, look, looking forward to it. It's very rare that we get to do anything as a group together and, uh, like as all together, like sometimes we might get five or six or, you know, sometimes even 10, but to have, um, you know, close to 15 of us down in the one spot at the one time, um, doing a bit of a bit of a group activity, it's going to be pretty cool. So no doubt we'll have a bit, a few laughs, hopefully get a few photos together and um, have a bit of fun. Hopefully we, um, we can actually get the paces we're meant to hit on the weekend as well. <laughs> I'm sure you will. No, it's, it's, it is sort of a low key thing we, we're going to work with, um, over the course of the year and a good chance for for coaches to get out there and be with their athletes and in the running community. And I think um, we've got Matt Davey and Gemma. They're going to be heading out to their home course in Rosebud. They're off to Rosebud, I think. Maybe. They are. They're in Rosebud. And 
they're going to be, I think Gemma may be volunteering, Matt may be pacing. We're going to confirm that. Um, the details are sort of a bit fluid at the moment, and then we'll, we'll firm that up. Uh, our man Josh, who was on the four, and he's stable mate in the uh, Spark Track Club, and obviously two runs BB coaches, Josh Harris and James Hansen, will be at um, March 4 down at Launceston. Uh, Madeline Heiner and myself will be out at Albert Park on that date as well. And we've got a few other dates that we'll keep rolling through. I did <laughs> did send Andy Buchanan a message. Uh, <laughs> it might have been just before the team got announced and I had an inkling he had been selected, but I'd said, oh, are you good for the 18th? And <laughs> he said, oh, I think I'm racing that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so he did give it away and he, he did sort of indicate that was a bit cheeky to um, try and lock him in for a park run when he was going to be running in the green and gold at Bathurst. But um, Andy and Benny Stoltz will be out in Bendigo, I believe, in uh, in March. Yeah, and we'll, we'll keep rolling it through and and hopefully some people will get a chance to, to meet up and, and, and have a park run. And It is a great event, like uh, being out there, seeing so many people out there at Albert Park and... and um, yeah, it's just that opportunity. And I think even from our side as as coaches, it's it's an opportunity for us to to program in a couple of key dates to to go and have a crack and and maybe get get around a few paces. Yeah, and no, that's it. So it's a good time, you know, if we can hopefully catch up with a few athletes and mm. um, you know, I guess um, you know, particularly Albert Park would be you know, what an opportunity for people that might not have met Mads before to be able to come down and yeah and have a run. You know, one of the the best um, athletes we've had on the track in you know in the history of the sport. So mm. yeah, no, and and I think also a bit of a tourist element. Like you know, if you feel like just changing up the venue, you, um, obviously some of these are Victorian based, some are in Tassie. We've got some New South Wales. We're going to kick off. So yeah, we'll we'll keep keep updating as we um, roll out the dates. Maybe even an international park run as well, mate. There is an international one. So if you want to fly over to the UK and do one with Johnny Cox, <laughs> then uh, that is on the cards. I believe it's going to be in late March. So if you want to book your flights, um, yeah, maybe start looking at that. <laughs> so we do have a few athletes in the UK. So, um, yeah. John will be at uh, the Bristol park run, I believe. So... That's uh, that'd be one to tick off the, uh, <laughs> the park run tourist map. No, it'd be good with um, some good stories to tell over the year, I reckon. Um, be interesting hearing from the coaches. Hope you know um, we can get them on shortly after they've been and, and down to park run and just hear about how it all went. Yeah, we're due to get Mads on. She's been a bit of a regular at Albert Park. Um, she's had a few of her athletes rolling around and she's been doing various pacing gigs. So be good to get her take on that. So, uh, absolutely, mate. But um, I think that's about us for the show. It's been a big one. We've uh, obviously we've had trotted about our lows and then uh, <laughs> gone to the highs of uh, of Baz and 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 how Josh is going and and a few of our other athletes. So, um, yeah, it's been a big one. No, it's been good, mate. And, you know, it's like we uh, we tell it how it is. We don't sugarcoat things or pretend that it's all. Instagram and all, all shiny and sunshine <laughs> and rainbows with our running that yeah. when it's good, we'll say it's good. And when it's crap, then we'll, we've got to talk about that too. So, uh, Good stuff, mate. Well, enjoy the week of running. 
It's yeah. uh, no world record chat as well with um, Canadian running users let us down this week. No, um, we m- might, uh, maybe we can send a suggestion <laughs> I mean, for next yeah. week. Not, not because we want the content, but just because we know that that's deep down what everyone wants to, wants to read about on the running forums. So, um, yeah, we'll send a suggestion. We'll see what they can come back with for us. Yeah, we'll find out what Uncle Chen's up to. <laughs> he is due. He is due for an update. It has been a couple of weeks. <laughs> In a hard block of training. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. We'll, um, we'll speak next uh, week. No worries, mate. Take care. See ya. See ya.